some more science shit. Thank you for listening to Homo in Training. My name is Jay Daye, and I am one of two hosts on this podcast. The Homo in Training podcast is bite-sized entertainment that focuses on introspective conversations with two queer Latinx millennials. I know. Ew, millennials. Yes, we're gross. I get it. I'm disgusted, okay? Each week, we rotate between three segments called Thoughtful Moment, Entertainment Review, and some science shit. And you are lucky to be here for our science shit week. You might be thinking, bitch, three segments? Like, what the fuck? This is a stoner-esque podcast, okay? Because I'm a fellow stoner. I love the Merge And if you know a stoner, you know that they love to change subjects all the fucking time. And honestly, that's really how my brain works normally. That's why this podcast changes subjects so much because I get really bored if I stick to one subject. And I just really wanted to keep myself from being bored. And you know what? We can't be tamed, ho. We multifaceted, multidimensional. We don't take one road, diverge in a yellow wood brick road, bitch. Now, this science shit segment is where I break down some science questions that are either audience submitted or some of my favorite things. And you might be also thinking, science, bitch, that's so fucking random. Like, people don't even find science interesting. And that is the main reason why I wanted to create this science segment, is because I fucking love science. And you rarely see this topic covered anywhere with pop culture. And I cover all sciences, so I don't want to focus on just astronomy or biology or mechanics. I want you to be interested in, like, science as a whole, because, bitch, there is so much interesting things out there and I just hope that I can inspire you to go deeper in this subject and do further readings because I try to make every episode like less than 40 minutes and I just can't cover the history of everything in that amount of time so I hope it inspires you to go look for yourself and if you read the title this is gonna be about our overprotective big brother Jupiter I don't know if you guys know this but Honestly, Jupiter is my favorite planet. I mean, well, other than Earth, because, you know, we live here, gives us life, you know, has oxygen, stuff that I really love and I really need. And because I really want to make sure that these episodes stay under 30 minutes, we're going to talk about basics of Jupiter, you know, skimming the pages. I'm just going to give you the table of contents and then how it's affecting the objects around us how it's throwing asteroids at us, but also eating the asteroids, so in some ways protecting us, and about how our solar system is so unique compared to other solar systems, because believe it or not, we are one of a kind, and that is pretty fucking cool. So we'll talk about some of those things, and to finish it off, I'm just gonna give you my final thoughts on why I fucking love Jupiter and why we are just so special to be existing in this planet. Well, in this solar system. Woo! Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Anyway, to cover some of the basics about Pluto is that it's one of the first planets to form in our solar system. So not only is it our brother, but it's our oldest brother. Let me tell you how fucking big this planet is, you guys. People like to think that Jupiter and Saturn are like the same size because a lot of the pictures, they show them the same or they show a lot of the gas giants all being kind of the same size, but Jupiter is bigger than all of those planets combined. If you were to take every single planet, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, 
Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, bitch, even if you fucking want to throw Pluto in there, if you want to combine all of those into one, you will only have a mass of 129 Earths. So since, you know, we're Earthlings, you know, we're from Earth, for you to think of a mass, think of Earth right now, one mass of that. If you were to combine all the planets in the solar system except for Jupiter, it would only equal 129 Earths. But Jupiter weighs 318 Earth masses. So it is more than double the size of all the other planets in the solar system, which is just wild like you you think that it's like the same size as everything else or you just assume that everything in the solar system is like balanced but it's not dude jupiter's fucking ginormous and the reason that it's so big is it was the first one to form it got to eat most of the stuff that was there for everybody so that's what it did it's so fucking big that it affects all the planets, you guys. Like, not only is this planet diverting asteroids, eating asteroids, it's also moving planets. And not only is it moving the planets, it's moving the sun. Like, it makes the sun wobble, which is fucking crazy to think of, like, something as big as the fucking sun is being wobbled because of Jupiter, but it is. And if you check my Instagram, Homo in Training, I will be posting a whole bunch of Jupiter facts, and one of those is going to be the wobble. Wobbly wobble, wobble, wobble. And the gas giants are a little bit different than our terrestrial planets. Terrestrial, basically what that means, it's made out of rock. And gas giants, it's gas. And because they're made of gas, that means it doesn't have a surface. So if you were to go into Jupiter, obviously you would just see a shit ton of clouds and gases all, you know, running around, mixing, blowing you in the face. And then the lower that you get, the more pressure increases and the hotter that it gets. And the more that gas starts getting thicker, so thick it starts turning into like a syrup and it turns into liquid metallic hydrogen and it's like a liquidy plasma so if you guys ever seen like at bars where they have like those neon signs that are those different colors that's essentially plasma that is inside of that so imagine just like a shit ton under heavy heavy pressure that shit's going to be liquidy it's made up of 75 percent hydrogen 24 percent helium and less than one percent of like ammonia methane and water so it's kind of like the sun. So if you want to compare, the sun's composition is about 70% hydrogen and 27% helium. So that's pretty similar and kind of cool. So maybe is Jupiter a failed star? Could Jupiter be a star? Should I make that an episode? Please comment on Instagram or email us at homeowntrainingpodcast at gmail.com because I want to hear your thoughts. What should I do? Should I do it? Should I not do it? And because Jupiter has such a strong gravitational pull, it has 79 moons. And, you know, there could be more. 79 is just what we've observed. And obviously because space is so dark and because Jupiter is so far away, it's kind of hard for us to know exactly how many moons it has. But we've observed 79, which is a shit ton. They do have four major moons, which are the biggest out of all the 79. And you've probably heard them before. They're called the Galilean moons. Um, there's Ganymede which like literally is just a cratered fucking mess Callisto and Io which is like a volcanic moon which is kind of cool and then Europa which is just a big frozen ocean those are the four main ones that you can see with the telescope so they're not like 
the only ones, but they're the ones that if you were to look with the telescope, you would see how bright they are. But because, you know, Jupiter has so many clouds and it reflects so much sunlight, it's kind of hard to see them because Jupiter blinds them out. So yeah, so those are the pretty bare bone basics of Jupiter, just to show you how huge it is, because that's going to play a big part in explaining all of these things that it's helped for the solar system. So let's jump into what the fuck has Jupiter done for me? All right, that's what I want to fucking know. I want to know what did it do to Earth? Why did it affect Earth? And how is it still helping Earth to this day? Let's go! bitches i'm on some quirky juice now let's get into this so when the whole solar system was starting to form jupiter was the first planet to form and because it was so big it basically stole a shit ton of material from the inner planets which are mercury venus mars and earth it took away a lot of the material that could have been used to make those planets bigger a lot of the planets that they've observed outside of our solar system They've seen a lot of super Earths, which are Earths, but like fat, big, big Earths, like 30 times the size of our Earth. So just really ginormous Earths. And we don't see that in our solar system. We see literally really small rocks pretty much and just these big ass gas giants on the outside of the solar system, which makes us really unique. So you can kind of think of Jupiter as like a cosmic vacuum, is that it's literally just sucking in asteroids based on what they've tracked on the asteroids that hit Jupiter every day. They think that about 25 asteroids hit Jupiter every month. So that's a shit ton of fucking asteroids that can be headed towards us. And one of those little asteroid eating phenomena was captured on telescope you guys and let me tell you it was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my whole entire life i always think it's such a badass thing to like see these like recorded videos from like space with these telescopes in the infrared or even pictures of like the hubble space telescope that it took of jupiter afterwards it's just so cool because you see not in real time because you know it's far away and it's not like a fucking movie but you see pretty much in real time this impact happening and it's just like you're sitting on earth like what the fuck is happening outside of this damn planet you know what if you're fucking complaining about corona and jupiter's getting fucking commented every day it's insane one of those catastrophic asteroids that ended up hitting Jupiter was called Comet Shoemaker-Levy 9. Let's just call it Shoemaker. In 1994, a comet that ended up breaking up into about 21 pieces was heading straight towards Jupiter. So Jupiter, being the hungry vacuum that it is, grabbed that asteroid and pulled it close into it. Luckily, we were able to record the whole thing. And let me tell you guys, these 21 pieces over a week hit the planet so hard, it created Earth-sized holes in the gas. It was so catastrophic you guys that it blackened jupiter's atmosphere for months like big old just like divots 
in the clouds. Like, I'm going to post it on Instagram, you guys. It's fucking insane. It had the power of 300 million atomic bombs. 300 million atomic bombs. That is fucking crazy. And if Jupiter wasn't there, that comet would have went straight towards the next biggest object, which would have been Earth. If that would have hit us, it would have covered the whole entire atmosphere in such a big amount of dust that all the plants would die. And then if plants die, then animals die and animals die, we die. And it would just have been extremely catastrophic for us. So to think that if Jupiter wasn't there, that would have happened to us. But luckily, because Jupiter was there, it was able to just get all of this debris and suck it up from harm's way, bitch. Like, thank you. Thanks, sis. But not only is Jupiter sucking up all these comets, it's actually throwing a whole bunch out of the solar system. And they think that the reason why there's so much water in the terrestrial planets, because, you know, Venus had water, Mars has a shit ton of water, and had more water, and then obviously y'all know that we're like 70% water, and Mercury, uh, that's a little different. But anyway, they all have so much water that they think that Jupiter helped get a lot of those comets that are full of water and ice and throw them into the inner solar system, which would have crashed into all of the planets that I just named right now. So they think that that's a big reason why we have so much water, which, bitch, another fucking reason why I love Jupiter. She's over here giving us water. This is your daily reminder to drink water, you guys. Let me tell you, listen, look, can you hear my water thing? Look. Bitch, that's a drink. That is a drink of water from space. I'm drinking space water. Ho, that shit was free. Just kidding, water's not free, which it should be, right? Anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day. And if you guys know, we have an asteroid belt, right? We've seen it when we've watched Star Wars. We've seen it in all these space movies. There's a big belt of just broken rocks orbiting outside of Mars. And guess who's the reason why those rocks are just staying in orbit? Jupiter! Jupiter has her hands all up in that orbit, making sure that none of those rocks reach Earth. And they think that the reason that the inner planets weren't able to get bigger is that they think Jupiter stopped it from happening because of its strong gravitational pull. It aligned everything into a nice little orbit that things couldn't crash into each other, aka they couldn't get any bigger. So the asteroid belt is a really good example of Jupiter's power, dude. So yeah, dude, Jupiter is so powerful. It just, you know, keeps all of these rocks in orbit. But not only that is it did throw out so many other rocks that it's kind of like its way of clearing out traffic for us. And if there is less rocks in our orbit, we are less likely to be hit by a rock. So with Jupiter being able to grab a lot of these objects and throw them away from us, I think that's pretty interesting that not only does it have the power to like throw them at us, but more oftentimes than not, it throws them out of the solar system, which ends up protecting us in the long run, which is really fucking cool. And, you know, Jupiter has been caught. She's been caught red-handed throwing comets at us, okay? I'm sorry. There was a time in 1770, there was a comet called Lexel that was recorded back in the old-timey days. Because, you know, 1700s, that was back when they had... Uh, they didn't have iPhones. I know that. <laughs> Bitch, I know they didn't have iPhones. They didn't have a microwave. I know that. And I love microwaves. That's where I cook my Hot Pocket. But Jupiter ended up throwing 
a comment directly towards us. Like, bitch, it was so close to us and literally in cosmic standards, it missed us by the hair of our chinny chin chins, you guys. It got so close to us that it could have literally killed everyone there. So yeah, Jupiter is our protector by eating a lot of these asteroids, but she can also be kind of mean sometimes. But hey, I guarantee you that all of you have been mean at least one point in your life, and I'm not going to hold that against a planet because it is an inanimate object, bitch. But those are some of the ways that Pluto has not only impacted the Earth, but helped the Earth sustain itself. So to wrap everything up, I want to talk about just how special it is that we exist. And obviously, you know, gush about being alive and gush about the magic of the human spirit, you know, blah, 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 blah. But please stay tuned because literally I know the analytics and y'all don't like listening to the wrap-ups. Listen to the fucking wrap-up, okay? I put effort into it and that's where a lot of the gems are. So listen. All right, let's go. Okay, we came to the end, and to the end, I say unto you, my loyal audience, we are special, we're so special, because there hasn't been any observed planetary system like ours, you guys. There is so many telescopes out now, and a very specific one called the Kepler Space Telescope, which is designed to catch planets revolving around the sun, and combined with other telescopes, they've been able to find at least, at least, the, the numbers range in so many, but at least 700 known multi-planetary systems within our neighborhood, you guys. That is so awesome, like that there are planets out there just like us. But the difference is, is that the majority of these planets have Jupiter-sized planets so close to their star, it's closer than Mercury. And that is a lot of the ones that they're finding are these, they call them hot Jupiter solar systems, which are literally just big planets very close to their star. Or they have like seven super earth sized planets there's no in between like us it's either the big gas giants are close to the star or the rocky planets that are closer to the star are huge are ginormous and we don't have that we don't have close gas giants to the star and we're also not very big and that makes us very special and you know i said a lot about jupiter being our protector and being the reason that we're able to exist and obviously there's so many other things you know going on with that too like there's the moon there's the fact that there's water like we have ozone layer like there i mean there's a lot of reasons why we still exist but a big reason why we're able to survive is jupiter because it does take a lot of these dangerous asteroids and comets that are directed towards us and either flings them out or eats them itself, or sometimes throws them at us. But hey, if y'all have siblings, how many of you have not thrown something at your sibling? Literally, siblings fight all the time. And if you're a sibling and you've never fought, who are you? And I think it's just so much fun to learn about these planets and to learn about their impact on us. And not just that, Jupiter is the biggest planet in the solar system, but what does that mean? And what relationship does it have with everything else? Because 
our whole entire solar system is in equilibrium, meaning everything is working together, everything is in its place because of everyone's effect on each other. And if we didn't have Jupiter and Saturn, because you know Saturn's another, the second biggest one as well, if it wasn't for those two big giants protecting us, we wouldn't be here. And I mean, we could have been bigger, but hey, size doesn't matter. It's about the motion in the ocean, bitch. Haven't y'all heard? And, you know, and like the biggest debate is like, are there aliens? And of course, you know, there has to be other living beings. But when it comes to humans, when it comes to like specifically us, like Homo sapiens, like these upright monkey evolved beings that we are, like with ginormous brains and everything, we are special. And I do think we're one of a kind. I don't think there's anything out there like us. And to be observing over 700 other planetary systems and the majority of them don't even look like us, that's so fucking cool. Not only are we special in the regards that we're humans inquiring about knowledge and, you know, able to think independently and have a consciousness, but we are also very special in the universe itself, which is fun to know and just makes it exciting to learn more about why other planets affect each other, you know, because we'll be doing an astrology episode soon about, you know, Leo, Libra, and like all that stuff and like how the planets have an effect on your human body too. And speaking of astrology, I don't know if you've heard about Saturn returns, but the orbit of Saturn is about like 25 years correction it was 29 years so my bad and right now it's back like in visible distance to us so if you've heard any of your astrology friends say like oh saturn's here saturn's back or whatever um if you look up in the sky around like six o'clock like right after it gets dark like as soon as the sun sets like about like 30 minutes to an hour afterwards you'll see two really bright stars literally right on top of each other. So you'll see a faint star and then a really bright star underneath it. And that's going to be Jupiter and Saturn. So that's a really cool thing. If you want to go outside around six o'clock or seven o'clock and look at the sky, if you see two close stars that are very bright, like bright, I mean, so bright that right after the sun sets, it should be visible because they're so close. They're the closest objects to us. You'll be able to see them. So super cool. Cool. Check that out. And next week, we're going to be talking about a very special subject boundaries and communication. Because, bitch, let me tell you, I can barely communicate. I usually like to pretend like I set boundaries, but then I just fuck around with them and end up fucking shit up. And just me and Leslie go deep into that and how you can have boundaries and how can you communicate your boundaries effectively. And just communicate in general because honestly, like dealing with a whole bunch of people, you realize that you really don't know how to communicate. And it's really an important lesson that we had to learn the hard way. And we want to show you a little bit about what we learned. So please join us for that. And just, you know, follow our Instagram, y'all. It's linked below, show notes. I put descriptions. I put all that shit. A lot of work goes into the Instagram. Now that they're blocking the tags, don't have no way of nobody see them. So please share with your friends, share with everybody, anybody who listens to podcasts, because we are here, we are queer, and we are here to teach you some um stuff <laughs> just kidding i'll try to make it rhyme but i can't and it's also late so i'm tired there's so many things happening but thank you guys goodbye